Hi, hi. Uh, welcome to the Road Talk podcast. And today on our first topic, we're going to talk about toxic parenting. There's been It's been a raving issue that is ongoing about parents being toxic, people being toxic. It's like, it's something that cannot just be ignored. So what I always know is that you are either a product of good or bad parenting. There is no two way about it. And there's no being neutral. And none of us gets the cho- the chance. We, n- we never get to choose our parents. That's even the most interesting bit about it. You're born. Your parents are already chosen. You don't choose families. Because if we were to choose families, I'm sure some families will not even have children. So as generations come and pass by, parenting has really evolved. We cannot compare how our great great grandparents and some of our parents were raised up and how we are supposed to be raised up because this is a new generation and um, new generation there have been a lot of evolving a lot of things going on so it also needs it does not go unsaid without some a little bit of tweaks and as much as we want to say they're toxic parents we all have a toxic trait whether you know it or not we all have a toxic trait. It's just that some people know their toxic trait and they work on it and they're able to handle it better. Some don't and it explodes and spills over to others. So for me, a toxic parent is a a parent who displays self-centered behavior and extreme self-centered behavior. And uh, they're emotionally unavailable. They can, they're narcissistic. Or they really care less when it comes to things that uh, a child needs or a child uh, would want to. Some of the important things like just love, being nurtured, being taken care of. So for me, so if you want to know just some of the signs, I'll share some of the signs to know whether you have a toxic parent or not. And these are just some of the signs. It does not mean all so if the toxic parents, number one, don't treat children with respect. So there's just that there's just that common mere human respect that you should have for each other, irrespective of your relation. And uh, for a parent, there should be just that respect that you have towards your child on how you treat them. Because kids are really a mirror. How you treat them, and the respect, they absorb that energy and at times they can display it without even you getting to know it. And as a child, you can absorb it and um, later get to during your interaction to other people is when people be like, ah, oh, how do you behave like this? Why? What happened? But if any child, any parent who does not treat their children with respect, by not respecting them, not respecting their emotions, their physical and emotional boundaries, that is a red flag. Number two is the really guilty trip kids. Oh my God. <laughs> Has your parent ever made you feel so horrible in everything you do? Like even your mere existence, like um, you want to do, let's say, mom, I, I want to go for a party today. So can I ask, I'm asking for permission if I can go for a party, let's say on Friday and you tell your parent on Monday. Then you go on Friday and they, and they start telling you, they start making, giving you 
things like for example why do you want to go for a party you know if you go for that party it means you're not a good child like you will always be made to feel guilty about your choices and i'm not speaking about there just some choices that don't, just don't go well with parents and you know them like you can't ask your parent if you can smoke bang <laughs> definitely they'll have to find a way either guilt tripping or something to just make you come back to your senses but in this case i'm talking about the right decisions things you feel that fulfill you that are actually right according to just normal behavior of courtesy and morals those things they like guilty trip you to make you feel like wrong or let's say you're in school and then your parent calls and tells can you come and stay with uh, your younger siblings on a weekend and that weekend you really don't feel like staying with siblings you want to just sit there down with your friends hang out and just unwind then you tell them no i'd be busy huh then that's where the old chronicle begins you're not a good child good children come and sit with their siblings those friends of yours must you sit there while you let people be discussing that is so important and you're like okay i've always been sitting with their siblings it's only this once that i need my space and it is okay to need your space but the aspect of them guilty treating you guilty tripping you and making you feel like a horrible being that is a toxic treat so if you're a parent and you've been doing that it's wrong it is really wrong understand a kid they have emotions and they also have feelings they are not stones Number three is criticize or compare you. Parents have been, I think it's a thing because it really begins from a very young age where kids are born at the same year, different months, maybe the same age group or age set. Then uh, it all comes back to one child is a, fast learner the other one is maybe not that fast you're a slow learner if any of your age mates just walks before you it's a problem it's an issue <laughs> why can't you walk like so and so's child they are very fast why can't you do this like so and so's child personally at some point i really experienced that oh my god i hate being compared i grew up hating being compared because i am not them i cannot do things like them parents let us respect diversity because someone's child walked faster than your child does not mean your child is a slow learner it means they just have different growth hormones even if they're exposed to the same environment do your best and let god do the rest for me it was always oh your your cousin can 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 do this your your cousin can do that they can cook they can wash they can do this at this age and you you cannot do you cannot clean at this age i was like really am i them i am not them i remember this one day i was so pushed to the wall at that point that i even asked my parent to just go and adopt that my cousin because they love her they like her she's doing what i think that i am doing meaning they're not appreciating my diversity 
But I thank God we really got to talk with my mom and ironed issues out and we stopped the comparison things and agreed that every child is a unique being with a unique set of traits. And in so as a parent, it's your responsibility to allow your child maintain their unique trait because maybe, just maybe, that is the next big solution that we need in this world so stop comparing your child appreciate their traits you can give a very better compliment like um don't compare just find a way to make your child feel like um this is a good way to do things but there's no one way there's no one shoe fits all for every child that's a big lie number four is if you're Parents do not take responsibility or apologize for their wrongdoings. <laughs> we agree, their parents, they, they know more than, than we do, which is true. And we should listen to our elders. They've been here way longer than we have been. They have seen it all. So at times, it is just good. But I feel, But we are all human beings. We make mistakes. Mistakes do not define who you are. But the problem comes in where you make a mistake as a parent and don't want to admit it to a kid. It is courteous. Learn to say sorry. Apologize. Take responsibility. And if you take responsibility, your kid will also grow up learning to own up to mistakes. They will own up to their mistakes. If you wrong your child, say sorry. Sorry. So just say sorry. Don't start giving hints like all of a sudden you're buying me goods, you're buying me fruits, you're buying me chocolate. No, no, no. That is not an apology. That is hypocrisy. Say sorry. Mean you're sorry. And that is where we grow up and wonder why do people make why do people look like uh, make it as if sorry is such a big deal? No, sorry is not a big deal. Sorry means I own up to my mistake and I promise to do better next time so that such does not happen. Sorry is a good word. Sorry is a courteous word that will exist in everyone's in everyone's vocabulary. And the sorry should be authentic it should come from the heart don't give half-hearted stories if you also don't mean it good don't say it but as a parent if you wrong your child you're meant to wrong them because as they also grow up they have emotions they have feelings tell them i am sorry i had if i have a younger siblings and uh, for example, let's say I, I, I step on their toe. I will not say, ah, I'll be like, I'm sorry I stepped on your toe. It was not intentional. And what I've learned is with them, they've also learned to say sorry. And they've also learned to wake up and say, you know what, you hurt me. And I really think I deserve an apology from you. Whether I am the elder or not. I learned to say sorry and take responsibility for their, my mistakes. And as time grows up, I have seen them take responsibility for their mistakes. So as a parent, take responsibility when in the wrong. Please stop this. Cut this crap of starting to act nice, buying chocolate. No, that is not an apology. 
that is that is gimmicks you're playing number five is they make frequent and reasonable demands as you sit down with a friend and we were sharing we were having this girl's talk and bonding and it really hurt me because one of her experiences was that her parent uh, single-handedly took her to school a single parent we appreciate all the single parents for raising children we know it's not an easy job we appreciate because against all odds you raised a child we appreciate you so much words cannot even express that much gratitude to you so you find that uh, you're done with school you're done with high school you're done with campus then the parent realistically or they just have an expectation that you should have a job and all of a sudden start feeding them, start taking care of your siblings. Honestly, in Kenya, in the current economy, it is it is tough at times as a youth. Actually, after campus, I think there's just that point, there's that compass depression that someone falls in. It's, it's, it's never talked about and it's a topic for another whole day which we will really need to cover. So the parent really, really expects you to feed, provide, and at times it takes you so long to get an, to get employment. The little work you get is just to keep you by, like to buy you the necessities like food, because at a certain age it just look odd for you to borrow food, uh, airtime, uh, maybe Wi-Fi cash, it will just look so funny. So the little gigs you get in cash all around is just to cater for your basic needs. And you tell your parent, I'd really love to cater for you. There's no child I'm sure deep down will not like to cater for their parents. Most would, unless there's something that has not been handled that they would refuse to take care of their parents. So you wake up, <clears throat> you find your parent asking you, for, for, for my friend, the parent kept asking her for money, 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 money. And she'll tell her parent, I don't have money. You know, right now, the job, maybe you've just gotten a job and you're also trying to sort yourself out and get things along. Right now, I'd like to sort things out. As you'd like to sort things out, the parent starts telling you, you know why you're not sending me money? You know I sent you through school. Nowadays you're speaking to me in English because <clears throat> uh, in, in quotes they'll say kizungu mingi. Nowadays you're speaking to me in English with all that, those lots of English because I took you to school with my money. You cannot even help me. And that child got depressed because she was doing her best. Trust you me, she was doing her best. She had cut down all her course. She was living in just a, just a house and she was really trying to save up to build her mom's house. That is depression. And she really felt like she could kill herself. Like she had reached the end of the world. Because every day her mom was on her neck. Money, 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 money. I took you to school. I <laughs> I took you to school. I I fed you. You should now make it in, in, in return. It is what we call black tax currently in the current uh, generation one thing i really don't think your child is entitled you're not entitled to your child's money it is your it is your sole responsibility to take your child to school it is a parental role you played and when your child still is from campus 
please give them some grace years to always check up on them. Are you fine? Maybe they even need the money. They still need your parental love and support at some point because it is tough. And we've experienced this after university. You see a child just drowning in alcohol. You keep wondering what is wrong. They are parents. They are aloof. They don't talk to parents. Check up. Check up. Do not have demands that are very frequent and unreasonable. At times, be fair to them. They don't have the cash at times. They have not reached. And they appreciate you teaching them and, 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 and catering for them. And they'd like to pay you back in kind but at times it's just it just becomes difficult it just becomes tough so always check up on your child and do not be entitled as much as you help them that they should do that in return then the number six is just regarding the, ch the children's feelings and needs so when you share your emotions with them you really feel like uh, you're a fool for opening up to them because they're like what well, that happened to you why how they don't listen just listening at times i don't even want kids don't want advice they just want you to sit they want to just sit down with your kid listen to them and see the feeling they're experiencing and say, okay, now I understand here. But this is how it should be handled. Do not disregard their feelings. It makes them close up. Number seven is just uh, trying to control you. They are control freaks. They want to have a say in everything the child is doing. No freedom to be yourself. Please learn that you cannot be a control freak on your child. Your child is not a commodity or a business that you are running. This is a human being with emotions. Let us stop being super transactional with human beings. Let us be kind. The way you want someone to be kind with you, to understand you and deal with you, don't control. Actually, when you super control and become a control freak on kids, they rebel. They rebel control. They rebel rules. So keep in control some things, but don't be a control freak. Know when to draw that line. When you, when, when you get too intrusive, please draw that line. So there are some of the seven characteristics as a parent, if you've noticed you have, or as a kid, you've noticed your parents have. But um, do not worry. As much as they're toxic parents, there's also a way you can heal. And let us also be, <clears throat> very kind to our parents. Let us know they did, they always do their best at what they, regarding what they know at that time. They are human beings like you. Be kind to them. Don't blame them. Just some tips on how you can actually regain yourself from all this and heal is just recognize the problem and accept it. Accept that you have a toxic parents or you've been in such then detach yourself from the parents this detaching yourself means emotional detachment you see at times you're in a place but you're not really there emotionally you're just there if you can detach physically it's fine just have some space alone it is okay even if you decide to block your parent for a whole month for your mental health it is okay you're not going to die no one is going to die then <clears throat> 
this can help you set very clear boundaries which requires you to be tough and at first your parents can be like uh, no why are you doing that to me they'll actually rebel because it's a new thing but be very clear with your boundaries these are my boundaries and i'd actually appreciate if you respect them because it's a cycle you don't break the cycle you will be the next toxic parent to your children so healing should be very intentional and people should really take time while doing it and it's a process it's not a one day thing like snap of a finger and it's done no be intentional take the process you'll stumble rise stumble rise it's a process so seek help you can go to a therapist do not feel shame in going for a therapist it is not bad to go to a therapist it means I recognize that my mental health is not stable enough and I'm reaching out to help. Reaching out to help is one of the things I have struggled with. And now I am really opening up. I'm working on it on how to receive help. So ask for help and also be willing to receive it. A therapist does not make you a weakling. It just means I acknowledge I have a problem and I am seeking help. And you can also practice journaling. Journaling helps. It unravels your feelings. It sends them into tiny, tiny bits that you can understand. Like, okay, I did this, so this is how I reacted. Journal, but seek help from a therapist. They are there. And <clears throat> just parting um, short on, on, on just a conclusion of all this is that always remember that you are responsible for yourself and yourself. You are your number one responsibility. You are number one priority. And when they say you can't pour from an empty cup, it means your cup has to be full. Your cup is you. For you to be full, overflow, run over, and fill others. You cannot fill others if you yourself are not full. No, that's a lie. That's doing an injustice to yourself. So take care of yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually. Let them say you're selfish. Of course, there are those selfish period times that you must give to yourself. Only you. Because once you're really strong and you're really okay emotionally, you just give out. You just exude energy that everyone wants to be around. So make your healing intentional do you heal in isolation as you seek help for me i'm one person who heals in isolation the people who heal in hanging out around groups for me healing in isolation is my thing then i emerge <laughs> so stri strive to become a better person a better you do not choose excuses of you know i was brought up by toxic parents so i am toxic that's why i'm like this First, let's stop this thing of always saying that I'm like this because I was brought up like that. You're failing to take responsibility. Mm -mm. You are ruining a whole generation. Toxic parents, yes. Be kind to your parents. Just say, okay, this is how they are. I have accepted, but I will not be this. Be better. Do better change and when you're changing you're changing for yourself opening yourself responsibilities in very many doors and also giving yourself that <clears throat> and also 
being strong to raise a family. Let's not continue the toxic traits in our families. You can witness from your interaction with friends that they have come from toxic parenting because toxic as a parent also learn one thing. As you raise your kids, pray. Pray and pray for grace. People say that when you're about to marry, to marry, pray five times. If you used to pray once, I say when you have a kid, please double that up to even ten times. Because kids need prayer and they also need you to instill discipline. Be that firm parent. Try to be a better kid. To know that you are raising someone who you will not have control of in the next few years. Who the world will interact with when we interact with your child what do you want us to expect from them what how do you want them to react towards us please let us know raising kids is a it's a calling take up your calling and ask god to give you grace and direct you on how to do it and be firm don't be Super, you're a parent, you should not be super friendly with your kid, but let your kid be open. And yes, it affects them. They might not tell you, but go to most high schools and you realize kids are suffering from parenting. You know, high school, boarding school especially, we are away from our parents, so we sit there together with each other, we talk, and you hear people say, like, I hate my parents. At times, she's not adolescent. At times, it's what you did since they were young kids keep records like me i can tell you what my uncles did to me when i was young or my aunts that aunt who never liked me <clears throat> that aunt who used to abuse me yeah i know them but i choose better i choose to forgive and say no i'll not be like them i'll do better i'll, I'll work on myself use your own responsibility so don't be a wreck in this world and keep blaming your parents no we will not tolerate that take up your baggage take up your load know how to offload it seek help talk it out know how to become a better person because five years or 20 years from now you'll be crying oh my parents your parents did what they knew at that time they knew they, they knew and did better at that time only what suits them but you are responsible for yourself so become a better person without blaming the other person and leave the excuses. That is all I had for today about toxic parenting. We can continue the conversation on our social media pages, on Instagram, on Facebook, at at what I'd like to hear from you about toxic parenting. So bye-bye till we meet again on our next topic.